Cyclones warm-up continues on this Tuesday night from downtown Cincinnati as the Cyclones get set for game number six against the Gwinnett Gladiators here at U.S. Bank Arena. Pleased to be joined now by the Cyclones head coach, Jared Scaldi. Another double overtime win, and i got to ask you, after all this long hockey, it's tied a club record, in fact, for how many overtime games there has been. Is it any easier as they continue to move along when you play in games like that? Yeah, I don't think it's any easier. It's so exciting. I think, uh, you know, after we started the first game of the playoffs going into double overtime against Toledo and Mike Embaugh, it's nice to get that first one out of the way because, uh, you know, it's going to happen. It's going to happen multiple times. So, uh, you know, to, to get that first one and gain that experience for our guys, you know, we got first-year pros, second-year pros, some guys that haven't been in a situation like that. So uh, I think that really helps us. I think it does help us. We've been there. We know to control our emotions. We know uh, how to just stay focused throughout those things. It's a long grind. You don't, you know, you obviously don't know how long it's going to go, but you just got to stay focused, shift in, shift out. So the experience we gain right away from game one, I think, is uh, a really helpful to our guys. If you look back at the box score, at least just the score, 3-2, you think, eh, very close game, double overtime, played evenly. Uh, looking at the shots, though, it was a domination, 48-20. to Was there a reason that it was so lopsided in your mind? Well, I think Louis Domingue played a heck of a game. I thought we had so many grade-A chances on him. He made some big saves. Um, you know, we had some at the end of the third period in overtime. I believe the shots were 11-3 to in the first overtime for us. So I thought he was a big difference in the game. I thought we controlled the pace for, for most of it. They got off the that early start, two and a half minutes into the game, they scored, which is obviously uh, deflating to us. But to come back and answer and uh, uh, gain the lead, and then uh, you know, getting the, they got a power play goal there that really uh, uh, you know put us on our heels. But again, we we rebounded right away. We continue to push the pace. We continue to apply pressure. And I think the big difference was uh, Louis Domingue. Obviously, one of the keys last night was generate speed in the neutral zone. One of many different keys, and it seemed like mission accomplished this uh, past weekend, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I think uh, when we're playing fast, we're a good hockey team. Uh, when we slow it down. I think uh, we play into other teams' uh, hands. We've got enough speed up front. We've got mobile defensemen. We have defensemen that can make that first pass. All six of them uh, can make that first pass. So when they're moving the puck and our forwards are, are, are getting uh, north, heading north, and not uh, trying to create throughout the neutral zone, it's something we've talked about all year is, uh, you know, we don't want to create throughout the neutral zone. We want speed through the neutral zone, create offensively, and get pucks to the net. Josh Shallow is racking up the frequent flyer miles. He's back in Cincinnati after spending a, a game up there in Milwaukee this past weekend. Anytime you see somebody like that come back into the lineup as a smile on your face I imagine. Yeah we're always uh, uncertain of, of, of guys availability like that and you know to, to get Josh to uh, part way through this series was a bonus. He played one game and then an, another surprise that he left the next day so um, you know to get him back again we're excited um, you know beyond tonight we're not sure but uh, to get him in our lineup tonight is a big uh, big boost to us. He just really adds some depth uh, scoring up front for us. Uh, you know he's a guy that can break a game open. He's a guy that has the potential to have a big night so uh, to get him in our lineup is a big bonus. Looking back to the quarterfinals, you had to, to go through a bunch of adversity to pick up that series win, and now here in another big game, is it nice falling back on the success that you had in a tough series like against Toledo? Yeah, again, the, the experiences we gained through that first uh, first series is tremendous. I mean, uh, you know, the double overtimes, losing a double overtime, which, you know, you've got to take some positives out of it. I think, uh, you know, the way we came back in game six to win it, you just never know the game's never over. Um, you know, that was an emotional game. Game. That was a big game. Uh, uh, you know, to have a three nothing lead seems total control of the series. To watch it get to three two, so there's a lot of experiences gained in that first series that I think are really going to be helpful as we move forward. You imagine Gwinnett probably going to be, if not as motivated as on Saturday, if not more so, coming into this must win game for them. Absolutely, they're they're a good team. They're a proud team. They're a well coached team, and they're uh, they're going to be ready. We're we're going to see their best tonight. We're going to see the best we've seen out of them uh, over the course of the first five games. So uh, our guys 
guys have got to be ready. We've got to answer that challenge, and we've got to be ready for some pushback. One of your top bullet points leading into this series was face-offs and how talented the, the Gwinnett Gladiators are from the center position. It, it seems like from where I sit, the, the centermen on your side have done a very, very good job of battling against and winning a lot. Tell me how you felt. I think so. This, I think if the, there is an edge, they might have a slight edge, but but not by very much. They've, their strength is down their middle. Their centermen are the engine that drive all their lines, and uh, I think our guys have done a great job. Mike Pellick and Pecan and, and Dan Eves, who are asking to play out of position, is doing a great job on face-offs, and the guys that are stepping in when they're when they're kicked out of a face-off. So, uh, again, I like the work our guys have done in the circles. Uh, everybody's been helping out, and we've created some offense out of it. I thought we've uh, uh, got out of our zone clean by, uh, by winning those draws. So, again, I think our guys have done a great job. And last but not least, going back to the regular season, everybody seemed to get into the act. There was no one guy who was your leader in scoring in the playoffs. Same situation. All but four have registered a point in these playoffs. That, that's how this team has been all year, hasn't it? Absolutely, uh, and it's great. I mean, there's no there's no ego in the sense of that we're relying on one guy or one guy needs to lead. Whoever gets the ball that night, whoever's going to take the, the bull by the horns is the guy that's doing it, and everybody couldn't be happier for him. So, you know, see Trevor Lewis get a double overtime goal, I think was a special moment for him. He's been really good throughout the playoffs in the first, in the first series, throughout this series. So, uh, you know, he's going to get reward in situations like that because he continued to work, shift in, shift out. Best of luck tonight. Thanks. Thanks, Bronx. That's Cyclones head coach Jared Scaldi. We'll come back and check scores of other games right after this on the Cyclones Radio Network.